Hello, and welcome back to That Board Game Podcast. I'm Jimmy, and in today's episode, I'm going to try to recap uh, my favorite games from 2021. Um, I'm also going to include some of my most played and what are my top five games right now. With Christmas right around the corner, I'm also going to talk about some less expensive games that you can add to your collection to try and get into the hobby. So join me at the table and let's get started. As I sit down to review the last year of my life in board games and at work and at home, honestly, uh, I can't help but be so thankful that we made it this far healthy and happy. A few of my colleagues at work had expressed some interest in learning to play board games once they figured out that I own so many. And, of course, I jumped at the opportunity to teach some of my favorite titles to some of the people that I work with. So for almost the past year, at least once a month, we've all gotten together, and depending on the player count, I have supplied board games to play. And that's been an awesome opportunity that I might have missed out on had they not expressed this interest. And so I'm very thankful for that. Looking at some of the information, uh, because of course I log all my games, I played 45 different titles this year. And this is pretty crazy considering in 2020, I think I played less than 15 different games. The total number of times that I played a game in 2021, having this gaming group, I played 159 times. That's awesome. And it is funny to see at the end of the year which games got the most traction, but it makes sense now. I played Werewords 28 times. Point Salad came in second place at 25 plays, and you're going to hear more about this game later on in the podcast. Seven Wonders was my third most played, closely followed by Sorrow, and then my tied for fifth was Zombie Dice and Monopoly Gamer, simply because my five-year-old is obsessed with Monopoly Gamer. So it's been really nice to spend time playing with him. And I think that's the best part about this hobby, is being able to spend that quality time with the people that we care about and you know, detaching from maybe stress from work or our phones or our computers and just being able to be in the moment uh, enjoying something fun. And so now after reviewing the most played games, I'm going to talk about what is in my top five right now. So according to Board Game Geek, uh, which is a website that you can access that has information on basically every board game that is out there. And this is a free resource that you can use. Um, and so I utilize this to look up new games and to rate games that I have played and make a wish list of you know things that I would like to buy. And so going off of my Board Game Geek rating right now my top five games are nemesis 
Azul Where Words, which was my most played game of 2021, Point Salad, and then Seven Wonders. And these being in my current top five, they are all very similarly scored. I have a feeling, though, that in this next year, I have a few games that are probably going to be making a run into my top 10, maybe even my top 5 for sure, so we'll see how things shake out next year. And so I'm excited to see kind of where we go from here. My gaming group, are we going to be playing a lot of the same games, just more on repeat? Are we going to introduce heavier games, which is something that I kind of enjoy, but maybe not necessarily everyone in my group? Um, And playing games, even for this podcast, just to kind of give my insight. I'm very excited for 2022 to arrive. With Christmas right around the corner, you might be asking yourself, what is a good board game that's at a relatively low price point that I could buy my friends or family member to try and boost their collection or get them into the hobby? Well, luckily for you, I have quite a few games in mind that I think sort of fit this description well. And I had mentioned one of these specifically quite a few times, at least in my head, if not in the podcast, and that would be Point Salad. Point Salad is a card drafting set collection game where you are trying to create the best salad by collecting uh, cards that have different types of vegetables on them. This game plays in about 15 minutes to 30 minutes, and it scales really well from two players up to a maximum of six. And I really do love this game for a lot of different reasons. First of all, it's very inexpensive in comparison to a lot of other games. Like, I think the retail price for this game is $20, And to me, I would even pay more than that, honestly. I see so much value in this game. It is so easy to teach. And this is my go-to game for all occasions. I bring it to game night as sort of a starter filler game. I bring it to family events. We play this at home. I play it with my kids. It sets up quickly, it breaks down quickly, the contents of the box are essentially 108 double-sided cards. One side of the card is a point-scoring condition where you're using the vegetables that you collect to score points, and then the other side of the card is a certain vegetable type. And on your turn, you are doing one of two things. You're either going to draft one point card, or two of any vegetable that's available in the market. Play continues until all the cards have been drafted, and then scoring begins. You take all of the scoring condition cards that you have face up, and whatever cards applied to them, you get points for, and then that's it. It's very easy, like I said, to teach, 
and I think this appeals to gamers and non-gamers. So if it's somebody who might be coming to your game night or they're visiting and you're playing this game and maybe they don't have a lot of experience with board games, this is so easy to play. So yeah, that's Point Salad by AEG. My next gateway title that I'd like to talk about is Werewords. This is another highly rated game for me. This was my most played game of 2021, and I think it's for a lot of good reasons. Uh, gameplay takes only about 10 minutes. Um, this is for... The box says 4 to 20 players. I think the most that I've ever played with was maybe 7 or 8, and it is just so much fun. The price point for this is about the same as Point Salad. So for about $20, you can get the Deluxe Edition, with which comes with like upgraded components inside of the box. For about $15, you can get just the regular edition. This falls into like the party game category. You do kind of need a higher player count. So if it's just you and another person, you won't be able to play that. And it is app driven. So that might turn some people off. But to me, it doesn't hinder the gameplay at all. It enhances it. It is a free application, but you do need either a cell phone or a tablet on the table to play the game. And so what is WearWords? WearWords is a hidden role game where the people around the table are members of a village and they're trying to guess a secret word by playing 20 questions, basically. But some people at the table are trying to mislead the group into guessing the wrong words. Um, and it's, oh, it's so fun. And so the secret word is given to the mayor, who's basically the judge for that round. And then the secret word is also given to the werewolf team and the seer, who's basically the good guy at the table. And so then players are just going to randomly be asking yes or no questions, playing 20 questions, and the mayor cannot speak. And so they communicate to the table using these tokens that are a check mark for yes, an X for no, or a question mark for maybe. So if the secret word was, say, Super Bowl, people would be asking questions like, um, is this uh, something you could buy at Target? And the mayor would say no. Is this uh, an event that you would go to? Yes. And so the closer you get, it's exciting because you're like trying to guess the word. And there are some special rules that go with this game. Uh, for example, the mayor has to tell the truth unless the mayor is the werewolf. And then it adds this whole other element into the game where the mayor can now lie. So then you really have no idea if you're asking the right questions because if the mayor's lying because they're the werewolf, you know, it's so, it, it's so great. Uh, and I've had so many great experiences playing this game 
because you have no idea until the end. And so if you're successful, you get to try and guess who the werewolf is. And if you don't get the word, then the werewolves try to guess who the seer is. And it's this fun mix of like blaming people at the table. And I think it's you. And I think you're the, you're the werewolf. And oh yeah, it's great. And so my board game geek rating for this game, I actually rate it at an 8.4 out of 10. So the same as point salad. And this will always be in my bag for every party event. Do not care. It's there. It's great. So that's where words by Bezier Games. And that's Where Words by Bezier Games. And the last sort of gateway game that I'd like to talk about is called Azul. Azul is a tile drafting game produced by Next Move Games. It's for two to four players and plays in about 30 to 45 minutes. The price point for this game is about $30. I have had good luck seeing sales for this at Target pretty frequently. And this game scales really well in between the player counts. So you just have a different amount of availability on the table for two players versus three players versus four players. And the object of this game is to have the most points at the end and you do that by completing horizontal lines of colored tiles. The setup for this game is pretty simple. You have these small circles that have colored tiles on them for drafting, like for selecting, basically. And you pick up all of a certain color, whatever one you choose, and you're going to place that on your little player board in front of you and whatever is not selected goes to the middle of the table then the next player makes a choice to select from one of the small circles or from the center of the table again picking all of a certain color of their choice but all of the tiles of that color and then they're going to place them in a row on their little player board once all the tiles for that round have been selected then it moves on to scoring. Rounds continue until one player has completed a horizontal row of all five colors. And as I sit here and explain it without really any visuals, it does sound confusing, but it's so simple and the game moves you through in such a way that it's very easy to pick up. So once you start to complete rows of tiles, you score points for every tile that is touching another tile. And again, whoever has the most points at the end is the winner. Azul has been a favorite of a lot of the members of my family for a little while now, including my parents, who have recently gotten into different board games. And that's been really cool to be able to sort of introduce newer games that they're interested in and them sharing in my hobby and surprise surprise i rate azul at an 8.4 out of 10 which is the same score as where words and the same score as point salad 
So in my opinion, these are three solid gateway titles, relatively low price point to kind of get you started or to get your family members started, depending on your player count. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing so that you're notified when a new episode comes out. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. You can follow me on Instagram at thatboardgamedad and on Twitter at thatbgpodcast. Now get out there and play some games. Thank you.